it's Lucy from Beaver. Today is Friday the 29th of September 2023 and this is your September News Flash. So this month we've had Beaver Congress up in Birmingham. We saw huge numbers of attendees this year, which was great. Uh, really feels like in-person events are back after COVID saw them slightly stunted. We had um, a very well-received President's Reception that was sold out and the scientific programme was seasoned with human behavioural change elements, which was quite new and exciting for this year. Her Royal Highness Princess Anne opened Congress on the Thursday and gave a very insightful presentation about the industry and our role within it. We then had Gemma Pearson, equine behaviour expert, delivering the John Hickman plenary lecture. And then we had the awards, which saw Jim Green of Barter receive the Beaver Equine Welfare Award. Beaver's Nurse Committee Chair Marie Rippingale received the new Nurse Empowerment Award. And Australian vet Tanya Sundra was presented with the Richard Hartley Award for her recent publication paper on tugliflozin and laminitis. And Bell Equine's internal medicine specialist, Ed Knowles, received the Peter Rostell Equine Veterinary Journal Open Award. And the new Peter Rostell Eve Literary Award went to Cyrus Sagdayan Chalestori for his paper on heart valvular regurgitation in jumping horses. During happy hour on Thursday, we had our third unbridled session on the couches over a glass of wine, which discussed flexible working, which included Sylvia Janska from Flexi and Ollie King from Meraki. After a Thursday night on the flashing tiles of Pop World, thanks to Bova, we saw Friday deliver a presentation from Neve Thompson of the Behavioural Insights team on behavioural science, followed by the Peter Rostell plenary delivered by Sarah Freeman titled Changing Hearts and Minds. The AGM then announced the handing over of the presidency from Dave Rendell to Roger Smith and the appointment of Imogen Burroughs as the new junior vice president. Kate Bateman and Saf Barakzai were re-elected to council for another three years and new council members elected on were Nicola Housby-Skeggs, Helen Bickerton and Angela Jones. Friday night's annual dinner was a success as ever with an exceptional band that everybody seemed to enjoy thoroughly. And the recorded sessions are all available to watch on demand via the Congress app, which is very good, I must say, this year, and via the Congress website. So go to beavercongress.org to buy those sessions if you haven't got access already. Next year's Congress will take place in Liverpool from Wednesday the 11th to Saturday the 14th of September. There is huge interest already in booking in the exhibition hall, so if you do want to exhibit, please contact Joss in the Beaver office. The new undercare guidance came into force on the 1st of September from the RCVS. However, it was subsequently announced that the element relating to anti-parasitics has been postponed until the 12th of January 2024. But please remember that this part does not impact equine vets as all anti-parasitics used in equine are POM-VPS and the guidance only applies to POM-V medicines. The RCVS and SPIVs are hosting a free webinar exploring issues relating to implementation of the new undercare guidance via Zoom on Wednesday the 4th of October at 8pm. The RCVS has also unveiled its new Charter Case Committee, which is intended to deal with misconduct cases that are not deemed to require a full disciplinary hearing. The structure was initially approved by the College's Council two years ago, but is only coming into force now following the establishment of new preliminary investigation committees last autumn. Under its protocol, the CCC will have matters referred to it by the PICs for consideration. Its members will then have the power to issue either a public warning that would be visible on the college's website and register or a confidential one. 
The warnings do not affect a professional's right to practice, but will remain on their files for up to two years before being removed, with public warnings being accessible for up to six months. Following the announcement of the Beaver Schedule 3 guidance from our nurse committee, we have had a webinar that took place and the recording can be accessed from the website. We've also had a Schedule 3 debate at Congress. Again, the recording can be accessed through the Congress catch-up recordings. And we have a Schedule 3 podcast that is coming out this month. General anaesthesia and euthanasia were the elements that were throwing up the most questions and we hope that you'll get involved in the discussions. If you'd like to voice your opinion as a nurse, go to the Buddy app discussion forum and you'll find a post there from Marie Rippingale. A survey is being carried out to gather the opinions of vets on nurses in equine practice and you can access this via the Beaver website under the news section where all the surveys are listed. Please do go and fill that out. The VMD have issued an update this month which can be found on the Beaver news page. A new injectable gentamicin product has been granted a marketing authorization called Gentadug. The update also mentions Recudon, which is the first product authorised containing levomethadone and fenpipramide, authorised in horses and dogs for analgesia and pre-medication. There are changes to the marketing authorizations for Pyroflam from Norbrook and Cronixin from Bimeda due to the flunixin being found to be toxic to avian scavengers. There is also an important update regarding Noradine 24 injectable solution from Norbrook, which has been shown to be fetotoxic and therefore should not be used by women of childbearing age or who might be pregnant. The Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, has launched a review into the veterinary services market for household pets. But by household pets, this does not include large animals such as horses and ponies. Red Wings has launched a new guttural pouch scoping support scheme, which aims to support veterinary surgeons dealing with complex cases of strangles. It offers a range of assistance to those vets, including confidential one-to-one phone calls with an experienced clinical mentor and dedicated WhatsApp group or email to share images and videos. In the next few weeks, students graduating from City University of Hong Kong with a Bachelor of Veterinary Medicine BVM degree will be able to register as an MRCVS and practice in the UK without taking the statutory membership exam required of graduates from non-accredited overseas institutions after this degree was granted direct accreditation by the RCVS. This is only the second overseas course after St George's University in Grenada and the first in Asia to achieve this distinction, although other vet schools have agreements with other bodies. So keep an eye out for those individuals who may be applying for internships and new grad positions at your practices and institutions in the near future. Other Beaver podcasts that have been released this month include Beaver Pod Congress Specials, which are short episodes where we've talked to council members, the Bova Bain Fallon competition winners, Zoe Walker and Jessica Said, who won a paid for trip over to the UK, including Congress. And then we spoke to IMV, VetCT and Norbrook, who have sponsored, supported and attended Congress each year. And then Gemma Pearson and Tamsin Furtado, who discussed how important it is that we all try to better understand both equine behaviour and human behaviour in order to stay safe and achieve more both clinically and professionally. And the most recent BeaverPod Life episode hears from ambulatory vet and equine physiotherapist Lorna Brokenshire-Dyke and how she has navigated her career path alongside the pushes and pulls of life. 
And in terms of CPD coming up, we've got some last minute spaces available on the day course Fundamentals of Lameness, Laminitis and Farriery on Thursday, the 5th of October in Buckinghamshire at the Horse Trust. And then we have a transatlantic equine clinic on the evening of Wednesday, the 11th of October, talking about restorative dentistry. Then on Thursday, the 12th of October, we have the first of an online mini module series for nurses titled Imaging, Not Imagining. Then we have a clinical catch up on the evening of Wednesday, the 25th of October on stress and gastric ulcers. Then we have the interactive cardiology workshop day on Thursday, the 9th of November in Warwickshire. And then another day course, Fundamentals of Gastroenterology, on Thursday the 16th of November in Gloucestershire. Then finally, we have a two-day course on foot and farriery on Monday the 20th and Tuesday the 21st of November at Liphook in Hampshire. We've added links in the podcast description for more information on what's covered in this episode. Thanks for listening and see you next month. (laughs) 